to A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is where you go for quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer satisfaction, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. Put Two Rivers Ford on your team today. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will put you in a position to succeed with the Intel Edge that I'll tell you more about later on in the show. GaryAshton.com is where you go in the meantime. So, the biggest reason for optimism at the University of Tennessee today. Derek R. says, an elite show, some could say. Well, I do believe that our shows are always elite, but I think this is going to be a particularly fun one. Because in the middle of all these SEC Media Days conversation, there is a there is a great uh, point brought up by my friend and colleague, Mike Felder. Now, Mike Felder works at Stadium. Mike Felder played offensive line at North Carolina, now working in the media, does X's and O's analysis of the college game better than anybody I know. And I had Mike on the radio show today. You'll hear a clip from it here in just a second. And I said, Mike, what's your biggest issue with what we do at this time of year with SEC Media Days? And he goes, well, you know, because of the people and the amount of people who attend this event, there are so many people who go to SEC Media Days as media who do not know enough about football to be asking smart questions of the coaches. And I said, you know what? That's probably the smartest shit anybody said to me, Mike. I think that's the biggest issue in media is that people like me who don't have a background in football playing or coaching. Now, I'm sure everybody in some form or fashion played high school football or has been around football at some point in their career if you cover the sport. But at at its core you don't get the best possible questions. You don't get the best responses from the coach and the players because you're not talking about football with them. You're talking about, you know, NIL, name, image, and likeness stuff with Lane Kiffin. And Lane Kiffin's going to tell you that now you've legalized cheating and you'll get a good quote out of that, but it's not the really important stuff that matters for the season. How you're going to combat certain things when a defense is showing you a particular look. How Alabama, and this is an example that Mike used on the radio show, how Alabama identifies things against opposing defenses by manipulating how they line up in certain formations, using what is an offensive lineman basically as a third tight end in their system last year under Bill O'Brien. So all these different kind of formulaic and systematic questions that get left on the table because there's a lot of people who don't have that formal training. Now, When it comes to Tennessee, I think there's a lot to like about them on both fronts. First and foremost, well, in fact, let's get into your Two Rivers Ford take before I do the show in its entirety. Here's the question for you. What is the biggest reason for optimism about the University of Tennessee in 2022? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together. Your Two Rivers Ford take made possible, as always, by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. What's the biggest op- reason for optimism uh, for optimism for Tennessee in 2022? We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford 
has all of the things that you need to make the car buying experience a breeze. Everything can be so hard to do these days, whether it's you know ordering something online that's going to experience delays, whether it's traveling. You know that what a nightmare airlines can be right now. But the one thing that stays the same is the ease that Two Rivers Ford provides to you when it comes to finding your next new or pre-owned Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business with one of the largest selections in the state of both new and pre-owned vehicles. You can build your own Ford and have it delivered to your doorstep like I did, or you can check out what they have available on the lot, or you can give one of their non-commissioned salespeople a call, have them be on the lookout for you for a vehicle that may make the most sense if you don't know exactly what you want. Two Rivers Ford is going to go above and beyond as they have done for nearly 40 years. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what is the biggest reason for optimism around Tennessee? Derek says the offense having another year of development, it already looked lethal last season, right? Almost 40 points per game was the University of Tennessee. You saw, I won't call Hendon Hooker high-level quarterback play, but I will say that I liked the efficiency that he performed with, and I think there's room for growth, which is about as complimentary as I can get. You look at Cedric Tillman and how he developed into a true number one option for that wide receiving core and will uh, be able to sustain, in theory, high-level production in an offense that's well-tailored to his strengths. So you look at Tennessee, and there's a lot of things on that side of the ball that make you feel good. And the biggest question, perpetually, is the defense. Now, I think the defense is the thing that kind of is the biggest unknown in all of this. I don't think they can get pressure with great consistency on the quarterback right now. I think there's still questions about the secondary and, frankly, who's just going to play. And with that being said, it makes a hell, life a hell of a lot longer or harder on a secondary, for those of you who are Titans fans, you know this, if you don't have a competent pass rush. And I think that Tennessee has a competent pass rush, but I would still describe them as below average. Tyler Barron being the, the close thing to a high-level player on that defense, on that front, be able to affect the quarterback, I think you need more than that to play in the SEC. So the defense is still an unknown, still very much in question. But I do think that steady quarterback play is something that just baseline, steady, consistent quarterback play from Hendon Hooker gives them the best chance to succeed. We saw the Joe Milton experiment, um, tried it and failed. We've seen how miserable life can be when you have inconsistencies at the quarterback position. Cough, cough, Jarrett Garantano. So now looking at the biggest reason for optimism, my biggest reason for optimism is simply continuity in that system. And because what I saw from Tennessee illustrated to me a game plan consistently week in and week out that made it an identifiable brand of football. It made me trust what I was going to get from Josh Heupel on a regular basis. And it made me feel better about the trajectory that Tennessee is on. To circle back to the Tennessee point, Hooker, and you've got a team that runs. The thing I love about Tennessee is the same thing I love about Utah. They know who they are. Utah knows that there are a bunch of grimy guys that go out there and fight hard. Tennessee knows we're going to go fast, and we're going to figure out a way to make it work. And when they go fast and they do those things, when they go fast and they find space and they're like, this is it. I, I love the fact that Utah and Tennessee both live in a world of 
You're, I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Let's see what happens. And I love that about him. So that's why I'm excited for Tennessee. Not the comparison you thought you were going to get. That's Mike Felder of Stadium. Go check out the full interview. Mike's so good. We talked about like what may be the biggest flaw in Alabama. He thinks that Ohio State is the number one team in the country this year. Rightfully so. There's plenty of good reasons to make the case for Ohio State. Producer Reed, noted Alabama fan, just rolled his eyes. Uh, stay in the shadows, Reed. Simmer, simmer down. Although it looked like, I thought that was a Tennessee hat that you were wearing. As I look at you in the background, I can't see it. It's blurred out. It does. It does from my vantage point, appear to be a power T. So clearly Reed has flipped his allegiances as a bandwagon fan. But Stephen1986 says, reasons for optimism, because we are Tennessee, we have been optimistic for 24 years. But God, I hate to tell you that it, this feels different this time, because I don't know. I, I there's There was hype around Pruitt. There was hype around Butch at certain points. Dooley, I don't think anybody was ever overwhelmingly optimistic about, but I think that uh, I think that when it comes to when it comes to this iteration of Tennessee football in the Josh Heupel era, I feel as confident as I have at any other point in my time living in this state and consuming Tennessee football. Jeff Rubel throwing shots as the noted Ohio State fan. Tennessee motto: "Quote: This is our year, every off season." The Vols are back, baby. What's the Phil Fulmer clip? The Vols are back. We're going to get a piece of everybody's ass. That's right, Phil. I'm still waiting on that. Anyway, maybe this is the year. So let's talk about bold predictions in the SEC. Let me know on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch what your most bold prediction, your boldest prediction for this coming SEC football season is. Give me your response. We're going to play for you one bold prediction that I heard from Takeo Spikes on the SEC Network earlier today. We're going to discuss it at length together, your boldest prediction, and I'll give you mine. Hell, I don't normally do predictions, but I think that when it comes to college football, we can have some fun with it. So you let me know. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who are bold, brave, and beautiful when it comes to finding your dream address without the stress. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. You thought I was going to say bold, brave, bald, and beautiful because of Gary's shiny dome in the picture. But that shiny dome is recognizable not just because Gary uh, is it's a very handsome picture of Gary, but because the Ashton team is a recognizable brand in the way that they do business here in Middle Tennessee. Because they get you the Intel Edge, the Intel Edge that you need to succeed. The Gary Ashton Group of REMAX Advantage is the number one REMAX team in the world. They're the number one donation source for the Children's Miracle Network. You know they provide for the community because they want to help shape the community. They want to work for you in this red-hot Nashville real estate market. They want to find you the best possible home for your needs and for your family while helping you sell your current one for more. GaryAshton.com with the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the best in the business. Trust the Gary Ashton team. So. What's your most bold prediction for the SEC season? Jeff Rubel says Georgia won't have a generational defense to hide Stetson Bennett and lose two games and misses the playoffs. You know, I had this conversation with Felder earlier, Jeff, and I'm glad you brought it up. Georgia will continue to have continue to have high-level players, right? Their recruiting is still on point. Stetson Bennett is someone who 
has limitations, but is a national champion. We must give credit where credit is due. But in studying the Georgia defense, there is it is a near impossibility that you will ever see a defense with that much high-level talent and ability and execution. You can have more talented football teams. More talented football teams can lose to lesser talented football teams if the execution is right. But Georgia playing with limitations both offensively because I don't their their system they have these great tight ends but I don't know if they're going to get anybody other than Brock Bowers involved in the passing game. So looking at Georgia's offense, I don't feel great about it and their defense they may still be great but it would be so hard to be the kind of historically special we saw from the Georgia defense last year. So I think that that as a bold prediction I think there's a lot of logical reasons why that might be the case, Jeff. Uh, Brad Hoheimer says on Facebook Live, Kentucky finishes second in the East. Kentucky and Tennessee are really vying for that second place, right? And I think Georgia, you know, it'd be curious to see what kind of games Georgia slips up in if there are slip-ups to be had. Because I think Tennessee and Kentucky both pose legitimate problems. Although Tennessee is more likely to get one over on you simply by nature of big play offense, high scoring. Kentucky kind of drags you down into a style that better suits Georgia's game as well. So I think Kentucky in the set is as second in the SEC East. I don't think it's a terrible hot take, but I do think the more that I consider it, the, the amount of players on offense that the Wildcats lost. And what I look at from the Vols, I do feel better about Tennessee in 2022 than I do Kentucky, even though I do like Kentucky and particularly Will Levis. Producer Reed's bold prediction, the Vols will fall to both Florida and Vanderbilt this season. Well, that's just you being a shitbird. That's not that's not a bold prediction. That's you trying to start fires, Reed. Terrible by you. Uh, no disrespect, says Stephen, 1986, to Coach Clark Lee that they won't be the best in the country. Yes, uh, Clark Lee did have a line today. I did not hear it live in the press conference, but apparently, and I'm paraphrasing, he said something like, Van, there is a path for Vanderbilt to become the best college football program in the country or something to that effect, which of course is a ludicrous statement, but I respect Clark Lee for having the confidence to say it, and I'm sure he's going to work to that effort. And, you know, I hope that uh, the overwhelming evidence to the contrary does not bury him in the process because I want to see Vanderbilt do good. I really do. I really, really do. I think that I think that Tennessee is going to upset Georgia this year, and I think Tennessee has the best chance to upset Alabama this year. That's my bold SEC prediction. Now, you guys can't accuse me of homerism because you know I didn't go to UT. You could maybe accuse me of pandering because this is obviously a program that skews very heavy. Two Vols fans, and certainly me saying that is not going to make Vols fans feel bad. But the only flaw that I find, and it's not even a flaw, it's just a matter of fact that at any given point in the game of football, high school, college, or pro, there is the ability for a corner to get beat. Alabama has a talented secondary. They do not have corners who are going to get beaten with great frequency. but. A big play offense with explosive with an explosive passing game can, from time to time, take advantage of a defense. We see this perpetually 
across all kinds of different leagues. It's just a matter of can you catch them slipping on this one particular day. Now, if you are throwing passes, short passes, expecting long gains, no, that's not a strategy to beat Alabama because they are sound tacklers. Whether or not they have they have they have fallen off a bit defensively, but that's because the nature of the game has evolved. They understand that they had to evolve and that the defense is not the Nick Saban defenses of 10 years ago. It's a much different sport in 2022 than it was in 2012, for example. But to look at Alabama, how could okay, so you would say, how can how can you be taken advantage of? Explosive plays down the field, pushing Alabama, testing Alabama trying to beat them over the top. Now, I don't know that Hendon Hooker has the kind of arm strength to do that. I know that Joe Milton did, but I know that Joe Milton is wildly inaccurate. I know that Hendon Hooker can make his first, his throw off his first read, but does struggle beyond that. I think that there is, if you are applying a style of play to the best possible upset potential, I would say that Tennessee has the best potential to upset both Alabama and Georgia in the SEC this year. Uh, <laughs> Derek R says, hey, screw you, Reed. Um, Derek, who is a noted Tennessee fan. Bold prediction from Hunter Wiley on Facebook Live. He says, Vols take down Florida and Kentucky this year. I, I Hunter, I don't think that's that bold. I mean, they kind of already own Kentucky. Even when Tennessee's been bad, they do well against the Tackle Cats. And Florida, um, quite the opposite, right? Florida's last moment of competency under Dan um, Dan Mullen last year was against the University of Tennessee. And then after that, they completely fell off the, the face of the earth. But I do think that a bold strategy uh, or a bold prediction would be Tennessee having upset potential on both Alabama and Georgia. Now, Takeo Spikes, he was going on uh, a bit of a rant about upset alert today on the SEC Network, which was the, uh, the birthplace of this conversation. I am completely sick of the disrespect that they're putting on Spentler's <laughs> Let's Rattlers go. Man. I'm telling you, and I didn't you. even play quarterback. Tell them. But let me tell you why, though, because it's so much the element of surprise. We talk about how can a defense prepare for a quarterback that they haven't seen. And that's what Spentler Rattler is going to bring to the table. Defenses can't really say, I know what you do until I get three to four games on the book. When you look at them, they come out and they play Georgia State, then Arkansas. Of course, of course, Arkansas is going to be hard. But I really got this team upset in Georgia at home oh. in Columbia. Make sure you're close. I need to have your number. Is, on there, speed reason, dial is there a reason why you're pointing at me? Well, I mean, you I'm gonna get out of the way over here. You want to just, you guys want to, you guys want to settle this here? I mean, I mean, we could talk about Auburn too. Well, we well like. that's 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 hey, another day. Okay. Also, just so you know, all all the producers in the truck right now are cutting this tape they're cutting and they're saving it. it. They're putting it on a shelf. <laughs> and believe me, we're gonna come back to this conversation but, uh, in this clip. I love it. I love That's Takeo Spikes talking about upsets. Uh, they have a whole year and a half of tape on Spencer Rattler. Yeah, I don't feel I, I disagree with him about Spencer Rattler. But, you know, it would be interesting to see. South Carolina is going to be frisky just because the quarterback play is going to be better even if Spencer Rattler is not necessarily all that he – so far, he has not been anything close to what he is billed or was billed to be. Let's wrap things up with a gone viral video, and then we'll wrap up our primetime week. Only three shows this week. I am off Wednesday and Thursday night. I am off on the radio show 
Thursday and Friday because, uh, one, it's the last week before training camp, but two, tomorrow's my birthday, and I don't like working on my birthday, and we're throwing the bowling event. So before we ask you the question, well, actually, I'm going to ask you the question quickly. Which SEC coach had a better performance at Media Day today, Saban, Leach, or Beamer? We got clips from all three. We're going to play for you guys momentarily here in just a second, right after I remind you about the reason that we're not going to be on primetime or on radio the rest of the week. That's because we're throwing this party. The split happens, Bowling Bash, tomorrow night at Brooklyn Bowl. Our promotions director texted me. He said there's six tickets left. If you want to go to purchase tickets, by the way, I just got confirmation. The whole Bussin' with the Boys crew is going to be there, minus Taylor Lewan because he's still apparently lost somewhere in the wilds of Idaho as he drives this van back from Canada. But the rest of the Bussin' with the Boys crew is going to be there. Darren Bates, Ramon Foster, Coach Dave McGinnis, Josh Black, our buddy the comedian, so many, 70, right now, 70 of your, well, actually 69 nice 69 of your closest friends and great guests prizes three hours of bowling free food free drinks with your ticket 1045thezone.com is where you go to purchase that ticket and the proceeds go to the church at mount carmel the free youth summer camp program that they put on completely donation based we are going to be at this event tomorrow producer reed and myself um we are going to have a great time with all of you guys, we're so excited and we're so grateful for those of you who have bought tickets already. Six to go. I bet if you guys would, if I would wake up tomorrow morning and this thing would be sold out, I would love you even more than I already love you. But I love you a lot. Anyway, come hang out at the bowling alley. So, gone viral video. Who had a better performance at SEC Media Days? Leach said, screw the questions. I like Yellowstone and Stranger Things. That's right. Mike Leach, always a treat when he gets up at these things. All right, I'm not a big opening statement guy, and plus you guys are going to ask whatever you want to know anyway. So let's just go ahead and get started. Is there any questions? <laughs> opening statements. Well, I hate opening statements, and um, and I really don't see the point of it. And uh, so as opposed to me sit there and think of some flowery opening statement, which I've done before. Mike Leach, always a treat. That wasn't even the best of Mike Leach today. Then there's Nick Saban, who, of course, holds court anywhere he goes. Relationships with the players. I love the competition. Uh, I love, you know, the preparation for, you know, the games. And um, I, I just love it, you know. And I wish you all would ask all the other coaches that come up here because I tell all the recruits I'm going to retire. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to how they know I'm going to retire. When all I think about, all I think about is what am I going to do if I retire? So Nick Saban getting recruited against by his opposition by telling kids that Nick Saban is going to retire. And uh, then Shane Beamer, who, of course, is the social media star of SEC Media Days because he's on TikTok and Shane Beamer gets it. Soldier Boy Tone, hot up at the 
So Shane Beamer, the South Carolina head coach and his players getting in on a TikTok trend as well. I think they were all great in different forms. I award all three of them the best performance at SEC Media Days. No, all of them get participation trophies um, because all three of them have their part to play in this beautiful mess that brings us all together for a week in July. That's going to do it for us tonight. That's going to do it for us this week. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us each and every Sunday through Thursday evening. This is our last broadcast of the non-Titans football season. When I come back on on Sunday, we're going full steam ahead. College football, NFL, Tennessee Vols, Tennessee Titans. No breaks until the bye week. We're back. We're better than ever. But in the meantime, I got vacation to take. So, you guys, I hope to see a lot of you, as many of you as humanly possible, at the bowling event tomorrow. It's going to be a fantastic time. I'm on the radio from 10 to 1 tomorrow, and then I'm off the rest of the week there, too. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoy your last week off from football, exhaustive football coverage, because you know A to Z Sports and uh, our show on 104.5 The Zone is going to have you locked and loaded and ready to go. So I will talk to you guys Sunday night. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your evening here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. See you guys.